0: Two, three. <laughs> Welcome to the next episode of the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. Today is different than the last time that you heard this podcast. I don't have a mullet any longer. If you follow me on Instagram, you have seen that I have been growing out a mullet for about eight or nine months. And today, I just felt like not being a lost boy in my 30s anymore and Getting a, a, a respectable haircut, as my mom would say. Um, so today's subject, I think I could I could actually hammer through this really quickly. I just wanted to, to dedicate a a, a a subject to Keepa, that is K E E P A, which is this company that um, I presume they're getting a lot of this data from scraping. And they have built a database around uh, what I would say is the most thorough and complete database of of the history of Amazon's products. And I only discovered it about two years ago, and I wish it was like five years ago because of uh, how many problems it solved for me. Um, So what Keepa is to most people is a Chrome plugin, you know, or uh, even Firefox an extension where you can uh, have see an overlay on top of a product page of just some of its sales rank and its pricing data. And you know it breaks it out into FBA sellers, FBM, new, used, Amazon, retail has their own line, um, where the buy box is. And I'm... Um, I really think one of the most interesting ones is the sales rank because of how dynamic it is. You know, you can see the story of a product um, in, in some Kipa data. It's, it's, it's actually really cool. You can see when Amazon ran out of stock and what that did to the price. You can see um, uh, seasonal products, you could identify them, and you can see when a product, uh, you can see them die sometimes or they, or they take off. Um, it's through their sales rank, and um, one of the things is it's actually really hard to get an idea of how much something sells when it is a long tail skew. Think you know three hundred thousand plus. But if you look closely at Keepa's data, if you look at like the last three months of sales data, you will see a vertical cliff, a drop, and um, that signifies. You know, a sale. They sold something, and so obviously the sales rank Im- improves. And that can kind of give you an idea of, you know, of if something is selling, you know, once a month uh, or once a year or uh, ten times a month. Like it, for things that don't move very often, it's kind of good to have an idea of like what to expect, uh, of how much demand might be out there. So, um, and then what's really fun is to look at products during uh, Black Friday and Christmas. Uh, I bring up this product a lot because it just is an outlier for so many reasons, but Elf on the Shelf, uh, you know, every single Christmas, it feels like there's a a different thing going on. You know, does Amazon run out? When do they run out? And, um, if, and when they do, like what does that do to the price rank and to the sales rank? It's just a, a product that at its peak, you know, is selling, you know, a few thousand a day, uh, during, uh, the upcoming weeks to Christmas. And so uh, you can imagine that um, it's kind of a, um, a, if you were to zoom in on that product, you can kind of see what happens to a lot of products because that one happens, you know, things swing very widely. Okay. So I explained a little bit in an earlier podcast about uh, Amazon's APIs that, uh, you know, you can build some historical data out of all these numbers Um, because, uh, Keepa does keep a history and over time, and you can break down each individual sellers offers over time. And then you can see, um, uh, you know, whether they're FBA or they're merchant and essentially map out like, where is the buy box? How, and how many people are fighting for it at any given moment? You could use that to predict like, okay, if there's five, uh, sellers fighting for the buy box. If I jump in and, and, uh, get sixth, I be number six. Like I'm only going to get one sixth of the sales. So the sales rank is not as important to me because I'm only going to get one sixth of the sales, vice versa for like a, you know, one or a two, like it can, it, it can make the difference between, you know, is a product average or good or like great. Uh, if you can use data to help, you know, Tier a product. uh, You know, if you're deciding between two products or where you want to put your money, your inventory investment, um, this is kind of those ways that you can uh, decide between them. So, and then on top of that, I I did uh, you. It builds reviews uh, over time. You can see when you got your first review, your fifth review, your ten. This is really useful for actually looking at competitors. If you want to see what kind of a like launching strategy that they did. Did they, you know, do the reviews come out of nowhere or were they a slow burn? Um, and you'll see both and maybe it could help you if you want to identify if they're actually using some uh, maybe black hack hat tactics to get reviews. You could I think that keep it would help me just like, you know, determine that really quickly if there's something worth looking into. So um another unique thing about uh, the Keepa API is it actually does some things that Amazon's own API doesn't do well. It tells you what content is live on the site. I think that's rather unusual if you if you, if you think about that, why would Amazon's API not tell you what's live on the site? We've had a more successful time using Keepa for this product page data and that, than then using Amazon's and so we've We've actually had to build some more tools around this instead of Amazon's API because it's just been more reliable. Um, I suspect it has to do with the patchwork way that an ASIN is built. Most ASINs out there have contributions from multiple people and Amazon kind of uses a patchwork algorithm to determine whose content shows up where and who's the authority in which situation, who has brand registry Amazon retail also, when they post content, it, uh, kind of is, uh, the, the trump card. Um, so yeah, this is, uh, that's why I think that Amazon's API has, uh, problems. Well, further on with, uh, Keepa, like what, uh, we do is we, uh, have built an entire, like kind of like a map of Amazon, this God's view of Amazon and because you can do this because one of the, the functionalities of Keepa is they allow you to search for the hundred thousand best sellers in any root category. So think beauty, toys, uh, you know arts and crafts, uh, home improvement, home and garden. Um, each one of those, you're going to get hundred thousand products and 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 like a ton of data for each of those products. So much so that you could start building new data sets. And, um, in, and with these new data sets, you could just like look at Amazon, uh, from a different perspective. And we have used this to see how brands are doing on a whole. You know, if you're looking at, uh, let's Disney, you could be like, okay, Disney has 4,000 products in the top 100,000. Clearly Disney is kind of a hard, uh, a tough cookie to, to get after. Um, but I would that if you found some suppliers in the 20 to 50 range, you know, that have 20 to 50 uh, ASINs and like learn about them, that can uh, teach you something. Um, we use this to actually source leads. We look for, are they aligned with the Amazon retail? You know, you're know, you looking for their Amazon presence. How much, how much of, their, of their line is covered by Amazon? And what's its in stock rate? Like what, just get an idea of, of their relationship with Amazon say they don't have a relationship with Amazon, how many FBA sellers do they have? If they have one, if their average is one, that usually means that they're selling themselves. And, um, but if they have multiple ones, then, you know, usually they're open to um, uh, wholesalers out there. And, you know, this could be a find in a category that like you just could not find without kind of like this, uh, this bird's eye view of everything. And, um you could probably do a lot of this without Keepa, but it's just so much easier to do it. They uh they give you a, a certain allocation of uh you know requests that you can make and um and then you could build around it. Now, I don't want to go into too much detail about, like, you know, exactly how to program on it because I would need some uh, documentation and show you, you know, like, <laughs> what actually you type. This is something that a developer would probably have to do. They do have a UI on their website. I have used it a little bit. It's not amazing. But then again, it still does have really great data. Um, I, I personally think that they can use a cleanup there, but... Um, so I have actually thought about making some of this data that I was just describing available to the masses out there, uh, to, you know, to help, uh, where I've taken this data and mixed it up with some of, um, some insights that I think people would want to create brand statistics and, and then just like making it available to people, to you guys or to whomever. Um, I think there'd be a lot of interest in it. It would, uh, certainly be very valuable. Um, I, it's not my top priority to deliver this. I could probably do it in a week or two, but it's still a lot of time. Um, and I might charge for it, uh, to keep it because what's really, uh, my perspective of this data actually becomes less, uh, valuable the more people that have it. You know, if there's, you know, 10,000 resellers that are trying to buy this, Data, I could definitely see that like they're all going to be hitting up the same people because it's going to be pointing at the similar types of companies. So I'm uh, still considering what I'm going to do with it, but um, I just wanted to throw it out there to see if there was interest. So um, you could reach out at me at smartest seller. Yes, it is smartest seller on Instagram. I thought (laughs) I couldn't think quite straight. So, um, and actually, if you have any other questions with Keepa, I love learning more about, you know, all the fields of data. There's probably, uh, there's over 100 that they are tracking with every single product. And, you know, uh, they you will even tell you how many images are on a product. You And you could look at them. Uh, and I, I say that because it's another spot that actually Amazon's API does not have. They will only get return you one image. They won't sh- you know, return you the host of images. And it's just like a, a one of those little ways that I feel that, uh, uh, you know, Amazon's API is limiting. And so if you're planning on building tools around this, I think you would have to consider, um, what data and the reliability of the da- uh, data you're going to get from Keepa. So this wraps up, uh, this episode of the podcast and, Look forward to where this conversation goes. I've had a lot of people uh, engage with me and uh, give me some really interesting uh, feedback and thoughts. So this should be pretty good. All right, take care. Bye. One, two, three. Woo! This episode has been produced by LaunchPod Media.